Hi, welcome to Bookie. To unlock more world-class bestseller, please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play. You will get 7 days free trail with more features. Today we will unlock the book brand Washed, tricks companies use to manipulate our minds and persuade us to buy. Do you find yourself addicted to certain brands? For instance, some of us just can't wait to place an order when Apple releases a new iPhone model, or when our favorite brand displays a sign for new arrivals. To get a designer bag, we pinch, scrape and even max out the credit cards. This book Brandwashed, informs us how these companies manage to trick, seduce, and persuade consumers to buy their brands and products. The author is Martin Lindstrom, who is an interesting person. As a professional marketer, he has advised some of the top firms such as Coca-Cola, Disneyland, and Microsoft. These brands went to Martin for help with making their brand washing strategies more effective. On the other hand, Martin published this book to expose the tricks and schemes brands are using. Upon finishing this book, you may gasp in astonishment, realizing that these brands have completely consumed our world. How about Martin himself? Knowing that he's being manipulated all the time, he made a surprising decision to go on a brand detox experiment for a year as a consumer. In other words, he would not buy any new brands for one solid year. But the brand detox experiment failed in less than half a year. During his detox, Martin found that his life felt as though he was struggling through the worst economic crisis. He had to cook for himself, because he couldn't go out for food or drinks. To shave, he used a Gillette Power razor he already owned. Still, since he couldn't buy any shaving cream, Martin had to conduct this work in the shower. What was more frustrating was that, he had to drink plain water while his friends were indulging in rounds of beer during happy hours. His relapse took place during one trip. He was scheduled to give a keynote presentation, but his suitcase was misplaced. He was so sweaty that he had to break his detox to buy a souvenir t-shirt at a local tourist shop as a contingency plan. Because he had officially relapsed for the sake of a crappy t-shirt, he continued to go on a shopping spree when he arrived in Milan, Italy, the fashion capital of the world. He just couldn't stop buying every brand he saw near the hotel. Martin makes his living helping companies build and strengthen brands, but in the end, even he couldn't resist his own medicine. That's when he realized he had been brandwashed. How is this possible for a brand marketer? Martin summarizes that, what's happening underneath is insight to consumer psychology. With sophisticated tools, such as research in cognitive psychology neuroscience and big data analysis, they successfully probed into our unconscious inner psyches, preying on factors such as fear, anxiety, desires, acceptance, and conformity. They acquired and amplified these emotions to manipulate the way we think, act, and make decisions. Next, we will unlock the following three key insights from this book. Part 1. When does brand washing happen to us? Part 2. How do companies brand wash us? Part 3. Who are the people companies use to brand wash us? Firstly, let's take some time to find out when these companies start brand washing with us. The fact is, companies start marketing to us as early as when we're still in the womb. How could this be? Weren't we just a mass of cells then? Scientific research shows that, an embryo forms sensory and tactile function in week 10. 
it begins to respond to sounds around week 20. And then, in week 30, a fetus auditory, gustatory, olfactory, and visuals are fully functional, and it can hear the mother's heartbeats and external sounds. After this stage, what the pregnant woman eats will profoundly influence the unborn child. It will even influence the baby's adult habits. And because of that, a lot of brand marketing starts even when we're still in the womb. For example, if a pregnant woman keeps listening to the music of a specific singer, these rhythms could possibly leave a long-lasting impression on the baby. Between the hormonal changes, and the nervous anticipation of bringing another life into the world, pregnancy is also one of the times when women are most vulnerable to suggestion. So, to prime these women for shopping, one shopping mall chain conducted an experiment to test the power of smells and sounds in influencing expecting moms. First, they began spraying baby powder in every corner of the mall. Then they infused cherry fragrance into the air across the food court. And they played soothing music from the era when these pregnant women were born. The mall executives were hoping these measures would boost sales among expectant mothers, which it did. But to everyone's surprise, it also had another far more remarkable effect. A year or so after the sensory experiment, Many mothers attested to the effect the shopping center had on their newborns. It turned out that the moment they entered the mall, their babies calmed down, which was an effect the parents had never experienced anywhere else. After analyzing these perplexing findings, they finally concluded that the baby powder, cherry scents and the comforting, soothing sounds, including these mothers' heartbeats, had infiltrated the womb. As a result, a whole new generation of consumers were drawn, subconsciously, of course, to that shopping mall. These early childhood experiences may have a potent effect throughout a person's life. Many brands will take advantage of this to create the next generation of consumers. To give one example, a mere four years into its existence, Copico Coffee became the third largest brand in the Philippines. In this case, the marketing strategy we mentioned before contributed greatly. CopyCo had been preparing to roll out their new product, coffee that tasted just like coffee-flavored candy. The distributors were supplying the coffee-flavored candies to many obstetricians, gynecologists, and pediatricians. Interestingly, the moment that the candy-flavored CopyCo coffee hit the shelves, its success was phenomenal, particularly among children. Yes, kids, who would usually never go within a mile of the stuff, turned out to love the taste of CopyCo coffee. Without fail, by giving a screaming newborn a small dose of Copico coffee, it would instantly and magically calm these babies down. Many brands for adults also start brand washing the next generation of customers at as young an age as possible. One of Porsche TV advertisements shows a little boy who's daydreaming of having a Porsche when he is old enough. There's a decade or two in between when his dream can be fulfilled. But these sophisticated companies would never think it's too soon to start brandwashing. We are brandwashed ever since we are in the womb, and many of us continue to become addicted to brands when we grow up. You may want to ask, how does one become addicted to brands? To answer this question, first we need to know what is shopping addiction. Take the case of a woman named Carolyn Longmead. She worked for a small electronics store in the UK, from which she stole roughly $225,000 within two years. Did she use this money to buy a house or to send her kid to school? 
No, she used it to buy luxury items from Louis Vuitton, Prada, Gucci, and other designer brands. When she was caught, her belongings bought with the stolen money could fill 27 garbage bags. It's safe to say she is a good example of a shopping addict. Research has found that shopping addictions tend to follow the same general patterns as any other addiction, namely it is highly motivated by dopamine, a substance released by our brain to make us feel happy. When we go shopping, we feel joyful and excited. When we hear the salesperson's compliments, we feel confident. And when we recall some good memory, or when we experience some wonderful feelings, our brain is always releasing dopamine. But the problem is, we easily become desensitized to dopamine, and it means we'll try to find more opportunities to get more of it. In shopping addicts, the constant pursuit of that dopamine rush triggers an uncontrollable urge to shop for more items. The pursuit of constant pleasure is the reason why those addicted to shopping just can't stop it. After explaining shopping addiction, now let's turn to brand addiction. According to Martin, brand addiction is a subset of shopping addiction. Some companies have come out with models of consumers' brand addiction. They find that there are two stages of brand addiction. The first is the routine stage, when we'll use certain brands or products as part of our daily habits, like we brush our teeth with Crest, or take a shower with a Dove soap. The other stage is the dream stage. In this stage, we don't buy any product just for its practicality, but because the brand or the product makes us feel good, and we long for it. Many brands plant a seed in our minds during the dream stage. This being said, do companies and advertisers take part in generating the addictions? Martin tells us that, though they can't directly manufacture addictions, they do have many clever tricks to prompt the addictions. We'll talk about this in more detail in the next part. That concludes the first section. First, companies start brand marketing to us in the womb. Second, people suffer from brand addiction, because our brain is longing for constant pleasure. Today we are just sharing limited bookie. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller, please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play. You will get 7 days free trail with more features.